Welcome. You're listening to Soli, a podcast driven by curiosity and spirituality with intuitive mediums Shayla and Peyton. Join us as we ask questions, create conversation, and share in an open and heart-centered way our personal experiences and mystical ponderings. If you're spiritually curious and want to be a part of the conversation, then this is the perfect space for you. This is Soli. Welcome back, Soli listeners. Today, we have a very fun conversation in store for you about things in the elemental, magical, spiritual world. And before we get started, Shayla was having some issues with her microphone as we were getting ready to record. So we started recording early and were just taking time to catch up about our week that we had had and decided to leave that in for the episode. So you get a little bit of behind the scenes conversation with Shayla and I and how we sometimes get inspired to do these episodes. Sometimes it is very last minute. So, and we just want to take a moment again to thank everyone who tunes into our show and has been supporting us. So we are very grateful and enjoy this very magical and fun episode. This computer will probably be the easiest thing. Okay. Well, I guess we can just catch up for a bit. Yes. How are you? I've had such a weird week, to be honest. (laughs) What's going on? Well, okay. So we went camping and it was fun. But it also felt like it wasn't camping. It, it was, but it's just like one of those more resort kind of camping grounds where there's like the okay. beach and like a lot of kind of things to do, but doesn't really feel like you're outdoors. It feels like you're at a music festival with like 500 other people camping really close to you. That's it, it, fun, but it can be a lot. Yeah, it was like a lot of noise and we were really close to the beach. So like at, I think at like 10 a.m. they started the music at the beach uh-huh. and it was just, and we had the worst neighbors. Oh my God. This guy was awful. Like he was so passive aggressive to his children and his wife and loud. Oh, and then he had friends with him, but he'd be like nice to the friends or I think it was a family member. And then just talking down to everybody and so sarcastic and passive aggressive. And it was just so hard to listen to. But basically, I ended up getting a really bad eye infection on the way. Oh, no. It really sucked because I, I got dirt in my eye and scratched it. And then I think it got oh. infected from that. So it was like getting better today. But my eye was like disgusting and puffy. And then on the way back, there was a terrible storm. Like it felt okay. near tornado-ish. And it was like the scariest experience. I thought I was going to die and like my whole family was oh, going to die. God. And people are scary on highways. I don't know like what people yeah. are like there, but it's like pouring, like thundering, lightning, like so much rain that you can barely see like in front of you. And then I kept, I was going like 100, which is the speed limit on the highway there. Good Lord. <laughs> But people, well, that's 100 kilometers. Kilometers, yeah. yeah. So it's a little different. But then people would go like 130 and then there's these big trucks. And every time someone would pass me, and I don't know how people have the courage to do this. Because like hydroplaning, like there's so many things I that know. can happen. And then when they go past, it was like a tsunami of water. And I couldn't see right. for like four or five seconds. And it was just like so horrible. And like, oh, it's so like scary. post-traumatic stress from it. Because I'm like... God. I just keep thinking about it. And then I don't know. I just like all these like random little things keep happening. And, and I could be at the point where I'm like, is, is there bad luck around me? But I'm like, no, right. it's fine. There's right. things happen, right? It's so. it, it sounds a lot better. It really doesn't sound that bad. 
with you talking. So no. Okay. Yeah. It's like, it has gotten way better. So maybe it just needed to warm up a little bit. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I was going to say it gets so exhausting to drive through that kind of weather. Yeah. Because you have to think you have to be so much more focused oh, and yeah. pay so much more attention that it's just, it's so draining in those circumstances. Oh yeah. I slept really good after that. And when I got home, I just yeah. like, <laughs> oh, I, bet. I was like, I couldn't move. Yeah. And my oh, body just got so tense too. Right. Cause just like, oh yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. I yeah. don't want to do that again ever. And I had a feeling no. too. I was like, I need to leave by two. And I kept saying that to my mom. She's like, no, it's fine. Like just stay a little, like I kind of got pressured into staying longer. And then, yep. and then I was like, life. shit. I was like, this is like, there is a storm coming. Yep. Oh, yeah. How far, how far a drive is that? It was only about like an hour and a half, an hour and 40 minutes, but it was like, yeah, still. That's a, yeah, that's a lot when, yeah. And I, I, like, part of me wanted to pull over. I'm like, there's nowhere to pull over. Like, it's farmland. Like, you can kind of maybe pull into someone's little area and try to hunker down, but it's like hard to to slow down. There's so many people on the road and it's just like the one lane highways too. So people are constantly trying to pass each other and it's just, no, thank you. That was no. terrible. It's awful. It's kind of like here sometimes, at least where I live, if there's a little bit of weather, people kind of forget how to drive. So they drive really slow, which is like almost the opposite. <laughs> I mean, there's always those people on the interstate that are driving way too quick and they just are ridiculous. But then you've got the other where people are just like barely moving. And it's like, you're going to cause an yeah. accident because you're not moving. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, I know. It's like a it's fine crazy. balance. And I'm usually yeah. not someone to go like slow, but this time, like there were times I had to slow down a bit because like I couldn't see anything. Like probably I think it was like I'd go down to 90 or whatever, but yeah, try to stay 100, but it just the visibility was not there. Like it was terrible. Right. And so like the, yeah. I don't understand the courage that people have to go 100. Just fly. 100, I know. It's like, like you can't see what's out there. What if something's like, what if someone stopped, you know? I know. When I drove home for the 4th of July, I almost got in a horrible accident because- oh my God. It, it was two lanes and it was, it's just barely hilly, but it was hilly enough. I noticed traffic was slowing down and I was probably driving a little too fast, but it was like all of a sudden two cars ahead of me just full stopped because the traffic oh, was God. full stop and I was in the left lane. And so it was like, bam, bam, bam. So I had to stop, but in order for me not to hit the, so the two cars in front of me had to pull off to the side of the road. So they didn't hit each other or the car in front of them. And in order for me not to hit still the bumper of that car that pulled off in front of me, I had to veer a little bit into the left lane. And then I ended up, my car ended up two cars ahead of me, you know, where they were. So like uh-huh. that would have been bad. But as I went over into the other lane slightly, a giant semi just like, oh, boom, God. yeah, it was like, ah. it was so much. And then. I was sitting there and then all of a sudden this dragonfly flew right and stopped in front of my window and flew off. And it was like, yeah, it was like, you're welcome. That was definitely a little angel or something. Be like, you almost died, you idiot. You know why the people stopped? Was it just because there was the whole because the traffic had all backed up? It was just like, but there was just enough like dip in the road, enough hill that you couldn't really see what was coming until it was too late. So, yeah. That's so scary. So scary. It's moments like that. It's like, thank God I'm alive because I know <laughs> it seems really it's close. Like, it's just too close for comfort. Too close yeah. for comfort. 
Yeah. Do you have any thoughts on today's episode? Honestly, not really. I was asking my sisters for some inspiration about what we could talk about. Do you have anything at at the top of your mind? I kind of was tiptoeing on something and then I did the card pull for today and then it kind of fed into what I was thinking. So we'll see. I was thinking about having a conversation about like elemental things like dragons and such because I had I had I had a dragon experience. Okay, I love that. Okay, so that. That's an option. I got these two new card decks and they are so beautiful and I'm obsessed with them. The first one is called, so the ones I pulled today is from this deck called Divine Nature. That's pretty. So what drew me to this is when I was at the spirit school retreat, I had a visitation from Quan Yin and she came to me with bumblebees. And so a few days after I was processing it all, I was like Googling. I was like, is there any connection with Quan Yin and bumblebees? And I found like some artist, this was the exact picture I found. Some artist had drew that and I was like, oh, wow, that's crazy. Oh, wow. Anyway, months later, now it's a whole card deck. And that's the main picture is this card of her with bumblebees. So that was cool. So I love that deck. And then the, the other one I got is called Blue Angel Oracle by Tony Carmine Salerno. And his stuff is my favorite. Cool. That's fun. It's very angelic. It's very, it's, oh, it's just like this artwork on it is crazy. It's just so pretty. Oh, I like that. Oh, it's so pretty. Yeah. It's like, I I feel like you would, yes. It made me think of you. I was like, you would be so inspired by like all the color and all the artwork. And I love that. Of course, another really cool one. They're just, oh, they're beautiful. This one's really pretty. Oh, like the, um, like the, the other gold weird and the thing. Blue is so good. Yes. Then, so the other cards, the first deck I showed you, I'll show you the cards I pulled today. You know, these are really, really pretty too. And they have this like beautiful gold, shiny, whatever. And it's like textured. But the weird thing is both decks are these decks where it's like the cards are numbered one through 44. And I don't have any decks where it just has like, I have, you know, tarot has number on it and stuff, but I've never had decks that just numbers each card. Mm-hmm. Do you know what? Do you have you? Yeah, do you have I, any that I've, are that oh, way? I have one. I have one. It's a, oh, what's her name? Baron something, Baron Reed. I can't remember. Oh, Baron Cohen Reed or whatever, something. No, it's a woman and I can't remember her name. She's a medium, but she yeah, usually numbers. She's her got cards. red hair. I think so. Colette Baron Reed. There we go. Colette Baron Reed. That's yeah. That's- and I like it because it gives a little extra layer, I find. You can kind of feel into the numbers and stuff like that. Yeah, totally. So I did that yeah. with this this spread that we did for today, but we'll get into that when we get to awesome. the end. So okay. is that what we want to do? Does that yeah, feel I good? I would love to talk about stuff like that. Okay. <laughs> Let's get magical today. Okay. All right. So welcome back, everyone. Another awesome episode we're excited to share. This one, I had an experience that I'm going to share with everyone. And then I was like, maybe we should talk about that. And as I was telling Shayla before we started, I pulled cards for this episode like I usually do. And the cards kind of encouraged that conversation from what I was receiving. So that's this is the direction we're going to go today. So today, we're going to get a little bit mystical. We're going to get a little bit magical. We're going to get very woo. And we're going to talk about (laughs) energies that are referred to as elementals or things of that nature, which can include, but are not limited to fairies, dragons, 
earth elements. Uh, what else? What else is there, Shayla? Ooh. I'm, they live under bridges. Trolls? No. Trolls, Trolls. Nymphs. There's another one that's like, the, you know, the like garden gnomes. There we go. Gnomes. Love gnomes. I've always loved a garden gnome. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's where I get a little bit tchotchke. Like if I had a yard again, I would probably have a garden gnome out there. <laughs> that would be my little secret. You know, and spirits like that. So this topic to me, I've always felt a little bit of resistance to not talking about it, but like how it fit into my spiritual practice because my first reaction was, oh, that's just too, it's too make-believe. It's too Dungeons and Dragons. It's too, you know, it's too woo for me. But, you know, the more that I've started to connect with all these energies out there and meet people who've had really cool experiences with what they've described as these things, it's really started to open my eyes and my awareness and my thoughts as to what could these things be. And then it kind of dawned on me. I'm like, well, angels and all of those things are also just, I mean, yeah. there's, there's really just as much proof as those as anything else. So why, you know, we choose what it is we feel good to believe in. So where, where, where have you been with this topic? How have you always, what's, has this been something you've been drawn to? Have you ever worked with it? What do you know? Yeah. So you mentioned dragons before we started. I definitely had an experience with a dragon energy probably 12 years ago. And I still kind of have it. I feel like it's a little bit more like a guide and it's represented as this dragon. It doesn't have wings or anything like that. It's kind of like a gold yellow color. And it just feels like this like protective force around my energy. There's also a feeling of inspiration that I get from this dragon. So it'll kind of pop into my awareness every once in a while. I think it's kind of interesting. I don't know a lot about these things in terms of history. And I know a lot of them have a rich history with different folklore and stories and things like that. But for me, it's more of tapping into what I feel about them, each kind of element. And I know for fairies, this is the part where my sisters are probably going to be laughing at me. I'm not a fan of fairies. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I I think because if you look at different stories and folklore, like I said, there's going to be like the good version of fairies and how they're helpful and and things like that. And then there's like a very like dark side to fairies as well. And some of the folklore is that they will steal children and like kind right. of bring them into this realm <laughs> where they're trapped. And then if you go out in the forest, you'll see like the little fairy rings and like don't step in the fairy rings. And there's all these just like stories right and so not necessarily that i believe them to be true but at the same time it just gives me like not the best feeling sometimes mm -hmm. um and i'm sure there are some very nice fairies and even when i was little actually i think i was around I'm trying to think what time around this would be i think probably seven eight or seven i had this fairy that i would just talk to in my head but i never liked her i would always Funny. To go away and like it was like this like story in my head and she would always bother me and so Maybe it has a little bit to do with that. But I mean, for that, I just kind of laugh at that because I'm like, that's I don't know what that was, but it just makes me laugh because like, I don't know, maybe it was influenced by something I was watching at the time. Maybe even like Thumbelina. Do you remember that? It was a yes. Yeah. Tale or whatever. I remember watching that and I always kind of found her annoying. So maybe that was something that kind right. of rubbed onto me. But yeah, I don't know. You know, what's interesting ab about this is that there is something that makes me feel a little discomfort like even when I talk about garden gnomes or like mm -hmm. things like that like I'm like okay great 
Peyton, I won't be coming to your garden to have one. <laughs> it's probably because I don't know a lot about them in a yeah. sense. And I do feel that there's like an element of like they were there before us kind of feeling and we're in their territory a little bit. And I've heard of some people for gnomes. I've heard stories where like, yeah, I have a gnome that lives in around my house. It goes under my stairs and then I, I bring yeah. up offerings and like things like that. I'm like, Okay. And I, I don't know. I just, I don't know. You like quietly walk away and try not to make eye contact. It's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the people will say they see them in the corner of their eyes, kind of like walking or whatever. And I believe it. You know, I, I know that there's these elemental forces and I think it's maybe, it is one of those things too, that is again, influenced by Hollywood or stories and things of like course. that. Right. And so I can't, neglect that fact because it's like I am influenced by those things so I'm interested to see how like what your experience is and how you feel about them because I'm definitely opened and I think it's a really interesting topic because like you said it's so woo it's so like oh this is just so like a fairy tale or a story right. or whatever but yeah it's like it is influenced by something and again there's so many different cultures that have these stories of these elementals within them so obviously they come from somewhere and they represent even archetypes or different stories or things like that. So within our cultures and, and all of that. So, yeah. Yeah. I also like, I don't, I, I'm not, how do I want to say it? <laughs> I'm not like instantly drawn to that topic. I never have been. I've always loved, you know, fairy tales and that kind of stuff growing up. I was always into that. But I think then when trying to relate it to like real life spirituality, yeah. I think, and I almost want to say that I feel like my contracting feeling around it is maybe due to the fact that I really like to make spirituality and like accessible to people that maybe are newer to it or trying to understand their belief system or, okay. you know, I really like to like make it obtainable and digestible for like a lot of people. And I think for a lot of people, when you start talking about dragons and gnomes and fairies, <laughs> they're like, okay, I'm out. You know, this yeah. is like. So I think that's where I've always been. So I think that's where I've always had a little bit of pushback with it. Now, like you, I just recently had a dragon experience, which was very interesting. The sun was just setting, like it had just set the sky. There was still just barely any light in the sky. But to the east, the sky was, you know, navy blue. It was dark blue. And so I'm taking my dog out and I look up and there's a giant cloud in the sky that is so white and so bright, especially on the contrast of this blue sky behind it. And it was high enough that it was still getting light from the sun. So, I mean, it instantly caught my attention. It was so beautiful. And the second I looked at it, all I could see was the head of a dragon. Mm, and so cool. the thing that was stuck out the most, because I am well aware that our minds can look at the clouds and see whatever it is we want to see. Like, we don't need to have that conversation. I know the difference. Yeah. But the second I looked and I saw what it was, I could see the eye. There was a giant eye that was clear as day looking directly at me. And the second I stood there and noticed it, I could feel there was no wind out that night, by the way. I could feel my aura start blowing in the wind. And I was getting just all these tingles and sensations. It was beautiful. <laughs> so... And then instantly I was getting a lot of references to a pet of mine. My, my, I lost my dog Sophie last year 
uh, she was coming to mind and there was some connection with her to that moment. I, you know, I, I couldn't quite fully understand what that was, but just, just, I always overshare. So just had to share that part too. So, but like you, to me, it feels very much like they're kind of spirit guidey. It's kind of, you know, like a protection thing. It felt very cleansing. It felt very uplifting. It felt very good. So, you know, I don't have an exact, I don't know if I need to exactly understand what the whole experience was, but that definitely, I, I wouldn't explain it any other way. And I will always reference that as my dragon experience. I am pretty familiar with most of the histories of a lot of this folklore, maybe not all the details. You know, I know that in history, dragons have been referenced on all corners of the earth. And there, I can't think of his name, but there is a journalist out there that uh, there's actually a documentary on Netflix called Ancient Apocalypse. And this journalist has spent his entire life trying to prove that there were ancient civilizations before the Ice Age, like before archaeologists kind of write history to have begun. And so he put, it's a very, it's fascinating. And I could talk about that all day. But in this documentary, he talks about how, you know, cultures like in Asia and then all the way into the Mayans, you know, they have these carvings of these dragons, these like snake-like beings that are like down the steps of their temples or whatever. And he pins it all back to that at one point in history, there was an asteroid that came down, you know, obviously from heaven. and then he connects it that this asteroid struck a glacier, which ended up causing the Great Flood, which was written about through all these cultures. But anyway, he connects that man's description of that asteroid, you know, if you, I mean, that kind of looks like the dragon that all these cultures have always referenced to. Now, I don't know if that's the only uh, place where dragon was inspired or where that first inspiration came from, but that was a way for man to understand what it was they were experiencing. So I know there's like those types of things in history. So I do believe that. But I also think that just like angels and anything else we experience that, you know, there's so many different ways that spirit can connect with us and can help us and assist us and probably help and assist the whole system in general that has nothing to do with us individually that we're not even aware of. So why not? Couldn't it be something that as we've learned to connect with it and as we've connected with it over time, you know, maybe it isn't this giant lizard that lives in a cave, you know, on the on an island near Scotland <laughs> or whatever, <laughs> but, you know, maybe it is this this energy that's like similar to like what we would call angels and stuff. And it's just this these energetic things that that represent themselves in a way to our minds so that we're able to understand them and connect with them in a way that makes sense to our human. So that kind of feels right for me when when trying to actually be like, okay, what are these? What are these things? Are there little fairies jumping around on mushrooms in the woods? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, and what are those? Are those, you know, I believe I believe plants and earth and all of that has spirit within it. It all has that yeah. same energy. So why not there be these energetic little blips of energy that, you know, that help affect those processes. Right. Yeah. I definitely feel similar in that way too, where it feels like these different energies that we can tap into. I wouldn't be surprised if dragons at one point in time could have been like a physical real thing. Right. I don't know. I just, I see it as a possibility. I mean, if dinosaurs are real, you know, like 
Well, and that's where a lot of dragon lore came from was ancients found these bones of these of dinosaur bones. And so then they that's a lot of where our imagery of dragons came from was, you know, let's just, for example, they found a T-Rex skull, you know, and obviously that wasn't the skull of anything that they were familiar with in right. the living world at that moment. So then they can paint a mythology to it. So, you know, there is, and some of those dinosaurs did fly. So that is a dragon. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Pretty right. much, right? We just solved it. Now we're done. We got it all solved. Yeah. Spit it out. <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted you. Keep going. Yeah, no, I think with the experience that I had with the dragon, it was interesting because I used to work at this spa, which was also like a metaphysical place where they did readings and things like that. They kind of brought in both of those worlds. And so there was one woman who she did a reading for me at one point. And it was interesting because in my head I saw this dragon and specifically how it looked and then she's like oh i'm seeing a dragon and she told me so it was like extra confirmation of oh okay we're like tapping into the same energy but right. you know i think it's similar to like angels or signs you know when you get like different signs from spirit sometimes you don't know what it means and sometimes you can kind of tap into it and say what are you trying to show me or teach me and that's where i like automatic writing a lot for things like that for the things i don't understand right. i'll just sit and take 20 minutes and do a little bit of writing and you know automatic writing it can take a little bit of time to get in the flow and for those who don't know what it is it's basically like a meditative session of writing and sometimes it will be gibberish and you'll just be kind of scribbling and other times it will be full-on messages that you can get similar to when you're receiving messages from spirit i always say like it's my own voice in my head kind of but it's also coming from an outside source so when I do the automatic writing, it's very similar to that. I'm getting these messages, but they're automatic words or feelings or sensations when I'm writing them down as I go. So that's something to try if no one's ever tried that before. With these elemental kind of energies, I think when I kind of have a moment with them, I try to ask, like, what is this trying to teach me? Is there any messages that want to come through? And sometimes I'll get an answer and sometimes I won't. <laughs> right. And I think to that sometimes whatever it is we're experiencing is the message that's being relayed from spirit. So if spirit shows you a dragon or you feel like you're experiencing a dragon, what does a dragon mean to you? Does it mean protection? Does it mean purity? Does it mean strength? You know, does it mean courage? What, what does it mean? And if that's the imagery or that's the experience you need to have in order for spirit to get the message across, that's how spirit's going to do it. You know, is it, you know, if you need some validation that you're being guided, is that, you know, are you going to experience a fairy? Because that's what a fairy is to you. Or maybe for you, it's like, maybe if you're in a space where maybe you're going to come up against something that you do not want to be around or you're uncomfortable with, maybe a fairy will pop, pop up for you because to you, a fairy <laughs> is like, stay no. away, little, stay away, little girl. I don't, yeah. <laughs> you know. Again, I try not to put limitations on what how it is spirit communicates and how spirit is going to interact with us. But I definitely had to work through my own feelings towards these like magical beings, that part of the spiritual realm, because I, I do know that 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 will that will either make people start to laugh or that will turn people away yeah. or make people roll their eyes and be like, okay, this is too much, you know? And I'm, I'm more about like, no, come on. We need to get everyone. We need to bring people in. We need to get everyone yeah. together and let's, let's explain these things in a way that maybe doesn't seem so, so Disney. 
<laughs> let's uh, normalize dragons and fairies. <laughs> let's normalize dragons and fairies. Yeah. And also another thing, too, I would say to people, if you're getting like images of fairies or whatever, if you're having experiences with that, it's like pay attention to the colors as well within them, because I think mm. color has a lot of messaging in it. Again, you might not really know what it is, but what Peyton said, you know, what does that color mean to you or what do you think of it? When you see purple, like what kind of words pop up or images pop up or feelings? And also there's some good books on colors, too, if you just want to look up the meanings of them. I like Dougal Frazier has a good book, which I can't remember what it's called right now. I think it's Your Life in Color or something like that. Um, mm. But that's a good one. We can put the link below. But that's definitely something I think also to pay attention to colors and right. Yeah type of thing i think what i keep getting like a lot of inspiration to keep saying as we're recording this is like i'm feeling a lot that's and the reason why we were even inspired to do this episode is spirit is really ready to start making itself more known to more people mm -hmm. and i really feel that this is kind of a call to get people to start to pay attention to the world around them what are these things these gnomes fairies all these things these are things we've associated with nature, spirits of nature, spirits of the world. I think spirit is trying to get our attention and trying to get us to reconnect on a deeper level with them. And that is exactly what did come up in my card pull today. I just feel like a lot of people need to start paying attention to the little signs that they're, that they receive that maybe they don't even pay attention to. Maybe yeah. it's, I I keep getting a lot of like butterfly and a lot of like winged, I don't know, bugs or like little, not necessarily scary or annoying bugs, but like the beautiful ones. <laughs> Pretty ones, yeah. Isn't that so terrible? Don't pay attention to the gnat. But if a butterfly flies in your face, um, because yeah. it's all spirit, that I'm just kind of being silly. But I do feel like people are going to, and it's summertime, so if, in the Northern Hemisphere. So I obviously you're going to see butterflies. That doesn't mean that a butterfly is not going to come right up to your face or it's, I feel like you're going to know it's something different. It's going to, it's going to come to you. It's going to pay attention to you and you're going to instantly know, okay, this is something more than just a, a passing by of an insect. So uh, pay attention to that folks, because that keeps, uh, mm -hmm. I keep getting pinged to bring that up. Yeah. I'm seeing ladybugs. That's one that's mm -hmm. popping into my mind too, paying attention to those as well. It's, Beautiful. So the cards that I pulled today, the first one is, it actually is a woman that looks like a fairy. <laughs> and the card is encourage effortlessness. And what that is saying is we are so much trying to achieve things. And we are so much in the mindset that we have to just keep fighting, 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 go for it. And sometimes the answers and the, the peace that we need is to find the solutions or the pathways that don't feel like so much work, you know, it, yes, you got to work for your dreams. Yes. You got to, you got to work towards things, but if you're working too hard and fighting too hard, maybe that's some signs that it's, you need to maybe just take a step back a little bit. Maybe if you're having to fight too hard for it, maybe that just means it's not quite the right way to get there. It doesn't mean you won't find another way. It just feels like people need to start to try to really pay attention to what feels more effortless. If it's effortless, then that is a pretty good sign in most instances that that's the right path. 
The second card I have is another woman and in front of her is a butterfly and it says begin anew. So this one, again, is just reaffirming that once you go to take that step back and you start to find a more effortless path to take, then you do get to begin anew. You do get to find a new way to get towards what it is you want. Maybe that is moving in a completely different direction than you were thinking before because you were working so hard for this thing and you just kept going, going, going. And it just felt like this never ending mountain you were going to climb. Well, maybe once you take a minute to step back, you might realize that what's on the other side of that mountain isn't exactly what mm -hmm. ex you wanted. So maybe then you're like, oh, this feels better. This path is better. And look, I didn't even realize, oh, that's actually more the direction I really want to go. And then the last card I got was, then this was the one that inspired me to be like, okay, this is what we're talking about today. It says, engage your invisibles. And this whole card is about engaging the invisible side to our life and our, our spiritual experience. There are lots of things out there that we just can't see that are assisting us and helping us. And they want to be a part of our lives and help us through these incarnations. Engage with them, talk with them, speak with them. Even if you don't hear anything back, it's okay. Your angels, your spirit guides, your ancestors, and even your fairies are all there just a thought away to be able to engage with, to help you. And it's not going to be necessarily magical like a Disney movie where they they walk in and they strike their wand and everything's fixed. Yeah. But they might inspire you with, with new thoughts, new ideas. They might bring things into your awareness. You might be, you might be starting to hear people talk about a topic of something that you're trying to figure out. You start noticing, oh, wow, I just saw a book about that. Oh, wow, my Instagram is now showing me a, a suggestion for something. And, and then pay attention to those because those are signs towards solutions. And that's how spirit works with us. So I think this definitely, as I said, this is a calling that spirit and nature is ready to get people to start to kind of connect again and start to pay attention to all that is available out there for them. Yeah, I love that. I did pull some cards too. And while you're saying all that, I'm like, Ooh, these cards match really well. <laughs> oh, good, good, so, good, good. So when you're saying about, you know, that reconnecting to spirit and being aware of those elementals and different things around you, it feels like there's been so much busyness for a lot of people that it's almost like this desensitization and kind of not being able to fully feel anymore. And so just being so busy. And so it's a reconnection of almost plugging yourself back into source and slowly letting that energy come back in you and wake up a little bit more. There's a lot of different shifts of things. So the card that I have is breathe through the tension. <laughs> so mm. there may be some uncomfortable things and it's really this reevaluation and reassessment of the things that you've been planning. I feel like summer slows down a little bit. This is a good time to rethink things for, you know, the upcoming year. For a lot of people, September feels like a brand new year in general so like taking that time before we get into the mm -hmm. fall to kind of just yeah re even like reactivate your dreams kind of there's some people I feel like you're saying who feel like they're supposed to be somewhere and they're working for it and then suddenly they realize oh I actually don't this isn't connect anymore I actually don't want this and maybe it was a dream you had previously but now it's not your dream anymore but you just kept going towards it so reevaluating like is this really my dream do I really want to do this and just connecting and seeing if it's a yes or a no and just tweaking the pathways a little bit too is why I'm being shown. So the other card was like, think it through. <laughs> so thinking it over and kind of 
feeling into it and just assessing the situation. There's a lot of Scorpio energy in the cards that I have. So that can mean coming a little bit more into, I don't want to say like dark, but a little bit more shadowy side of the self and kind of you may need to take a little bit of time to feel sad or feel grief or loss of something, a dream or, you know, things that you wanted that maybe you are not, you haven't received yet, but you feel maybe you should be there already. And so it's a reminder that you are supposed to be where you are and you're not missing out is another thing too that they're really showing. So just to reconnect to the self and take deep breaths, because sometimes it's almost like this hyperventilating feeling like you're getting too much or there's so much panic around you that you don't have the time to reassess or just think properly kind of thing so it's really just slowing down and in these cards i think even with yours that you're showing me like there's a lot of gem tones so these really beautiful vivid like purples and greens and blues and so you know to me those are very like those gem tones are very spiritual they're very connective so we're in summer we're seeing all these beautiful colors flowers different things like that around us so just paying attention to those colors the color of the sky around you starry night sky if you're out you know in the country or something or you're camping you can see the stars and just feeling into those beautiful gem tones because they're very energetically cleansing and they're really good to reset so even if you have crystals in your house go pick all the really deeply gem toned ones that are more rich in color and kind of i don't know maybe make yourself like a summer altar or something like that and just feel into those energies of the crystals and the colors and all that i love that you brought up the colors because it made me take a glance at my cards again and it's very clear that in mine one of the prominent colors is yellow and for me that is the solar plexus that is a lot about self-worth and the who you are and what makes you feel valuable you know and then I was really feeling into there's something about this kind of connecting and I like that you said kind of just connect back in with your emotions because we're so numbed by all of the scrolling and all of the fast pacedness of uh, paceness. I don't even know if that's the word, the fast paced life that we live now and everything and everything's so heavy right now that we have to pretty much shut our emotions and our feelings off just to, just to be able to get through the day. I think, I think even in some ways the pandemic and all the cultural stuff we've had to deal with yeah. because of that, a lot of us have learned to shut off our emotions. So that is spirituality, folks. That is just listening to yourself, listening to that part of yourself, reconnecting with that. So I want to reiterate that that's what this is talking about. And, you know, this this yellow, the solar plexus that's coming up, it's that reconnecting with those emotions and your emotions, those waves of emotions, the feelings, the, the feelings of nature. That is what's going to make you feel better about yourself. That is what's going to bring you a lot more security about who you are and why you're here and where we come from and how magical life can be. And, you know, how it just helps you have a little more faith that things are going to go work out and that, you know, spirit and source has a plan of us continuing to progress and get through and expand and be greater. So even though things feel really heavy right now and stuff is just insane it's just because old ways are being pushed out and they're fighting as they're being pushed yeah. out and new and new greater stuff is coming and new expansive stuff is coming. So, okay, there, I'll leave it. I think there's, that's where I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to leave it for today, but woo, I'm like yeah. something about today. I don't know what the astrological energy is today, but it is like, 
I can almost physically feel the effects of whatever it is. I don't know if it's spirit mm-hmm. or source or or just all of that energy, but the energy is very strong today to where I thought it's been affecting me physically. Have you, or yeah. you, have you been experiencing any of that? Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah. Like just, yeah. Oh yeah. I guess after, <laughs> after we talked about when, before we started this episode, we were just catching up real quick on our week, our week. And yeah, wow. I guess you already have. So um, so yeah. I was having a time. That's for sure. <laughs> it's just yeah. okay. We all do. We all do. Yeah. There's this card. I, I didn't, talk about it yet but um you mentioned the yellow i also have this like yep. really intense yellow in this card and purple so it's like again like the solar plexus like you're saying and then also just the higher self like reconnecting to your higher self your third mm-hmm. eye chakra and, and this card is libra so it's really about rebalancing ourselves and oh while you were talking like so many different things just popped into my head so i'm just gonna say them quickly because you know, with social media and things like that, I know I've been looking at things and I see a lot of stuff with politics and I'm just like, oh my goodness, like it's just such a heavy feeling. And it's this feeling of, will we be able to like, will my kids be able to own a house one day? Or like, you know, things like that where just, I think there's so many things that a lot of us expected to be doing or to have by this time. But because there is such a shift right now with what you're saying, it might not exactly be happening the way we planned it. And that can be really discouraging and sad feeling but there's just this really strong message of hope and creativity and saying like maybe there are these obstacles that are coming our way but we have the creativity and the power to make change and do things that you know other generations haven't done and we're really at a time where we're just figuring things out right now it's like you said a collapsing of so many different systems and it can feel very daunting and heavy but it just spirits really reminding us right now that there is hope we just have to be more creative with things and the dreams aren't lost like there's still so many beautiful things for our future to come and we can make things work maybe in not a traditional way that we thought we were going to and more community they're saying like there's more community like reach out to your community and build these strong bonds with people and help each other out because we've also lost that i think too so there's just yeah so many different things and just the final message is that you are loved and <laughs> that's the card with the purple and the yellow and mm. the Libra energy and it has a dark moon on it. So it's like there's a little bit of a shadow side of the moon right now, but you know, it's okay. Like things come in cycles and the light will come back in and we need these dark moments sometimes to strengthen us and remind us of who we are and what we're capable of as well. So yeah. It's interesting you brought up Libra because <clears throat> something else that with these cards, they kept getting the number 60 and it was like 60 days. So it's about two months, which will be about Libra season. So uh, we'll just put that out there and see. We'll have to readdress this once yeah. once we get into Libra season. Because I feel like there is something connected with all of this that's going to be happening then. So we will see. Yeah. Well, this has been dun, fun. Dun, dun. And if, anybody, <laughs> if anybody has any stories of connecting to elementals, I'd love to hear them because I always find those stories yes. fascinating. So email us or share on Instagram. Yes. Um, we'd love to hear them. And yeah, thank you. And for... that can be anything. Yes, Leprechauns. Like any kind of... <laughs> oh my God, don't mention Anything. <laughs> like... That's anything. another thing. I want to hear no. about it. <laughs> I know, because of those scary movies. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for joining us. And we have a lot of exciting ideas coming up so yeah just stay tuned with us bye everybody hey soli listeners thank you so much for being here with us today 
If you enjoy this podcast and would like to help support us, there are a few ways that you can do that. The first way is to give us a positive review on Apple or Spotify, and this helps us to be pushed up the algorithm, which allows more people to find our podcast. The second thing you can do is word of mouth. Send it to a friend or a family member who you feel would really enjoy this kind of conversation. We also have all of our social media linked below as well as our solely email. So if you have something to say, you have a question, you have an episode suggestion, or just want to share your story, you can do that below. 